Welcome to the Off Central Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Larry Kirk. I'm joined today by Pastor Jonathan Prothero. Oh, wow. Did I say that right? That was impressive. I was yeah, waiting for you. it. Yeah, good. The suspense moment. The suspenseful moment. Prothero. Is that right? I did great. Prothero. All three syllables. Oh. <laughs> well done. Round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, my gosh. Well, we just got out of Easter, yes. uh, which was a great weekend for us at Central. A um, lot of lot of lot of fantastic moments. Um, oh, so good, yeah. Such sunrise, a fun sunrise service, and and people turned up. I, I couldn't believe it every e- time, every year, <laughs> every year. I um, it's sort of about quarter two service beginning. Yeah, you look around and you see sort of ten, maybe fifteen people. Yeah, you think, why was I up at four thirty? Yeah. You know, when the alarm went off and it's pitch black, 4.30 yeah. at 32 degrees. At 32 like, degrees. Who comes to this? And then all of a sudden. It's they, not like we're on a beach and it's right. going to be 60 degrees in the morning. And All those you people know. who live in California. Yeah, yeah. Let's Good for you. Services. Yeah. yeah. But then but then people come out of the woodwork, don't they? All Man. of a sudden service begins and there's 150 people there. It was, we, we almost didn't have enough chairs. There was a lot of people standing. I yeah. mean, we were, essentially we didn't have enough chairs down there. Um, yes. Because, you know, how people come in in threes or fours or two right. or singles and all yeah. that stuff. So Yeah. But it was a beautiful crisp morning. Sun comes up Sun and you're like, up. this is great. Yeah. Yeah. This is so. Yeah, Pops, that's Pops did a good job with the with the service, and you you know you you brought it home with the with the communion in the back end, and mm-hmm. it was a nice morning, man. Yeah, it was good. Home run. It's actually it's actually fun to sit back and watch that one. Oh yeah, and, and just, yeah, you didn't do just, anything, did you? I didn't. Didn't even come to help set up the chairs. I didn't. No, <laughs> I just kissed babies, high five people. You know, that's and, nice. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. all I did. That that was uh but that was good. It's good morning. Coffee, donuts, you know. All the good stuff. All the good stuff to keep you sugared up for the day. Mm. And, and we needed it. Full services. Four services, yeah. yeah. It's a lot yeah. to go through, but yeah, so so good. worth it. Um yeah, I think that's does that constitute as our biggest Sunday ever? It's getting close, isn't it? Maybe not quite. Maybe not quite. Uh I'm trying to remember. You know, when we had multi site that that kind of sure. trumped that a yeah, little bit gotcha. just because another campus. Yeah. 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 So, you that know, that makes sense. Yeah. So still, but, but still for, for like, uh, you know, not having a campus and, and that's one of our biggest days, I would think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, had no, to, I, was, I had to go back in archives for that one, but I'm pretty sure it's close. Yeah. It's just a great day overall. Lots of yeah. people, visitors coming in and, yeah. uh, you know, getting to celebrate Easter is yeah. just so special. I think I don't, do you do this thing every year? I usually put on the passion, and just That's to, funny no i don't actually yeah i don't i mean i love the passion sure gosh have you yeah. have you seen there may be a i did passion two on yes. the i don't know if you've seen this the resurrection yet. though right the so resurrection about the, yeah, resurrection. the passion two, <laughs> the passion two. <laughs> jesus dies jesus again dies sorry again. Yeah. no not that <laughs> no i got you i knew where you're headed yeah the resurrection the resurrection yeah. one yeah. um but yeah i mean jim caviezel coming back in yes. mel gibson directing oh, yeah, he said man. he's got two scripts one that's just yeah. sort of run of the mill and then he said another one that is wild on steroids <laughs> if i can say that yeah. on the essential podcast wild yeah. and wild. angels yeah. and yeah. different you know heavens and yeah dimensions, dimensions and all of that and to different it. things yeah that I, that would just be insane what if you can have a mixture of both though a little bit of both that would be perfect i mean it's just sure i, I can't wait oh i want to i want to see michael against yeah <laughs> hasatan let's yeah. do it let's see, see those it. two up against each other that would it's be a great. War, that's a proper fight. Yeah, that'd be a proper fight. <laughs> yeah, it? yeah. Anyway, 
let's segue into something <laughs> we should actually talk about today. Yeah, let's do that. Because um, we were chatting a little bit, and Easter time is obviously... Um, it's the most important time in the calendar, really, for yeah. us. The, the death and resurrection is the the center. It's it's the it's what any denomination, any um, branch of Christianity is agreed yeah. around. Yeah. As much as we disagree about other things, how to do communion or yeah. whatever, or when church it, or anything, or like church, that, yeah. all of that sort of stuff, the sacraments and yeah. Uh, yeah. governance, all of that gets put aside when you when you talk about the cross, because everyone's agreed, pretty much agreed around oh, yeah. the um, the importance of the death and the resurrection. Yeah. Um, yeah. And within that, I think it's, it's massively important to talk about what Jesus went through mm -hmm. and then how that relates to us. Because I don't know about you, but I think the question that I often get asked the most by people who are mm -hmm. seeking or searching sure. into faith is how what is the role of suffering and why do we need suffering? And should suffering be a part of our world if we have a good God? And how are those two mm -hmm. things compatible with a good God, yet pain and heartache? A good God, yet um, all the mess that we see in our world, not just mess caused by other people, because there's the violence between man and mm -hmm. uh, like war or what's happening in the Ukraine right now, all the horrendous sure. acts that are happening there. Sure. You know, one man just deciding, I want this piece of land and then invading yeah. homes and ripping yeah. things apart. Yeah. That's kind of man on man. And I think we can we can understand sometimes that God doesn't always intervene in those moments. Like he, he lets us live out our own consequences. If yeah. we choose to do harm, like we have to bear those consequences. Yeah. But then there is suffering that happens that isn't necessarily man-made. There are, right. you know, there's earthquakes, there's mm -hmm. volcanoes, there's, there's kids sickness, there's sickness, sickness, kids getting diagnosed with whatever. Yeah. There's miscarriage. That you know, yeah. the 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 litany of yeah. suffering goes on and on and on. Yeah. And I think so many people struggle to find how is it compatible yeah. with this good God that we preach about on an Easter. Mm -hmm. And and how does that come together? I'm sure it's a question you've been faced well, time and time again. Yeah, it is, and I think you know I shared a little bit, not not totally on that, um, but I did talk about that a little bit on Easter, mm -hmm. just from um, and I shared about the uh, Leonardo da Vinci painting, um, the um, Virgin and Child of Saint Anne, and how the Louvre is, is that is that how you say that the, the Louvre the Louvre oh, it's yeah. just the Louvre yeah. no no, no e, e on the end yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. just well, the, the it's Louvre. spelled that way but it's it is it's the Louvre the Louvre okay yeah um <clears throat> on the back end of that like when when they overcleaned that painting and it took away the shadows the dark shadows and and it made it bright and sunny and I, I just related it to that's how life isn't it's not always bright and sunny. Mm. That there is a lot of pain, there is a lot of things, and I think if we overclean the message of hope, because isn't it easy, John? Do you find it easy to really say something from the platform about hope, and hope is essentially getting you out of something, right? Yes, yeah. Instead of God walking you through it, mm -hmm. He, mm -hmm. you want it. I know I want to extract people out of pain, sure, and and because I want to be extracted out of pain. Yeah. You know, so so we I'm guilty. I can't say that for you. I, I think I'm guilty sometimes of overcleaning the message of hope mm -hmm. because because I want people to step out of their pain or come out of their pain. And eventually sure. maybe they do. Yeah. Um but but even in the midst of that, some of the greatest people 
that you read about in history, some of the greatest preachers have some of the greatest horror stories. Yes, and, yeah. and lived and lived with it their whole life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, their whole life. Yeah, absolutely, mm. I think humans will do just about anything to avoid suffering. Yeah, <laughs> on yes. any level and I mean, enhance pleasure. Sure, that's the culture we live in today. Yeah. Like, get as much joy and pleasure you can out of life. I don't and think avoid. it's any different than what than than prior either. I sure. mean, I mean, I know that we're pretty much an adult consistently getting worse it seems seems that way <laughs> indulgent right. type of lifestyle you know the the less pain the better the the bright the sunnier the yeah. the better the all of that and we don't enjoy the rainy days when the when really when it comes down to it the suffering in the rainy days is when is when there's some of the greatest growth that can happen in a person's life yeah absolutely i yeah. think it's you're right it's always been that way in history it i has, think nowadays yeah. we're just more sophisticated in mm -hmm. our approach to being able to actually avoid suffering yeah because we're we, you just made a mention about war like why are we in this war ridiculous like why yeah. it's stupid yeah completely like everybody thinks that way now yeah like, like why are we in this like let's are we in high school yeah what, this is you know for lines on a map for lines on a map what what's this for like, yeah you're creating a humanitarian crisis because why because you want some property yeah for power yeah. or and yeah. you you know you will die and all go to somebody else one day exactly <laughs> all this thing we do to hoard and gain yeah. and yeah yeah and build a legacy for ourselves but but we've definitely become more yeah. sophisticated over time in in avoiding suffering or avoiding things that we find displeasurable in any mm -hmm. kind of way you know that's why we've created ai so that i don't have to write this email because <laughs> it's suffering it's so on a micro level yeah and um, that's the life of convenience, right? We yeah. have washing machines because I don't want to spend four hours doing yeah. this thing. I want to avoid any displeasure in my life yeah. and spend all of my time doing pleasurable things. Mm -hmm. And don't you think today's culture is particularly inept at dealing with crisis, at dealing with suffering, at dealing with hardship? Um, because yes. we're so yes. pampered. Yes. We're so used to like, yeah. Yeah. and but not only are we bad at dealing with it? Yeah. But I think we're bad at understanding the benefits of well, it. Well, I can Google it. Like if I got a problem, I'm just going to Google it so I can yes. fix it. You're right. You know How do I saying? fix yeah. this? Yeah, yeah. I'll go to YouTube. They got some really good stuff there. Yeah. That'll, I could, <laughs> you know, that'll eliminate my... How do I repair yeah. my marriage? YouTube. Yeah, I, yeah YouTube. <laughs> like I bet if you type that in, there would be a bunch of marriage stuff that comes up. Like seriously. Absolutely. It, it's, 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 it's like that right now. It's, you know, we. what can I do? I guess we're we're the quintessential consumers, right? Yeah. And consumerism, Western Western culture, consumerism is what what can I get out of this with the least amount of uh, commitment to yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, least amount of responsibility, yeah. all of that. But it's but to your point, it's made us not be able to see what suffering actually can do for us. Yeah, because we're so insistent on avoiding it at all yeah. costs. We actually, you know, we don't enter into it yeah. in a healthy way. Yeah. And then we don't learn what we need to learn out of it, coming out of it. Yeah. And and that, I think, you know, what, why do people assume that a good God wouldn't allow suffering? Good doesn't necessarily equal no suffering because right. sometimes through suffering, good things happen. Well. Which is exactly what you said, right? Which is the right? cross, right? Which is the which cross. Is the Friday was the day of pain, I said. It was yeah. the day of pain yeah. and suffering. Yeah, you broke it down really well into three Why, three days. That was a day of warring, or mm. a day of warring. Uh -huh. um, a day of pain, suffering, cross, nails, 
hands and feet, mm. crown of thorns, beaten beyond recognition. Right. You know, I think that's a lot of questions that people have too. Why would God do that to his son? Mm. I, I think of it differently. Shane Willard described this well, mm. you know, penal substitutionary atonement. Yeah. It's a very fancy way. Penals, where we get the penals that's right. institution yep. from, right? Institution. There's a penalty. Mm -hmm. Substitution means there was a penalty, but substitution means somebody substituted for us. Mm -hmm. uh, and then atonement atoned for that. So penal substitutionary atonement. The question is, right, there was a price that was paid, as Shane put it, but who was owed? Right. I like the picture of C.S. Lewis and the Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh, yeah, of course you do. Of course, because he's English. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and because it's a children's book, so I'm I can understand saying, it. Yeah, yeah. I can follow this theology. Yeah. yeah. But think about it, right? Uh -huh. um, Ed Edmund is one of the protagonists, and the witch ends up owning Edmund and saying, he belongs to me because yeah. of his betrayal of his That's own family right. and because he yeah. lied, right? Yeah. And so the question for God or for, for Aslan, Aslan being the God archetype character, how do I buy Edmund back? Who am I going to pay? Aslan doesn't pay himself. Mm -hmm. That's the word redemption, right? Right. Yeah. But Aslan pays the witch. He pays death. Yeah. And but he pays with it with his own life. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's what that's what God does. You know, it's not it's not Jesus paying God back mm -hmm. and protecting us from God. It's Not it's at all. it's us. We've yeah. given, like Edmund did, our own lives over to death through sin because of the wages of sin of death, and so God isn't paying Himself back. God is paying death back mm -hmm. because we. It's like we signed under the contract the dotted line, and then God is saying, "I'm going to fulfill the cost of this contract through my own life. I'm yeah. paying death back with my own life, and then yeah. purchases us back." Right? Yeah. So. So, so that's obviously a much more beautiful way to think about it. God sure. doesn't have to pay himself yeah, back. Right. God pays death back. And then obviously overcomes death by, by being resurrected, resurrected to life again. Yeah. But I always tell people, don't forget that God doesn't, God is not outside of your suffering. God enters into, into your suffering. That's right, buddy. Yeah. He knows Everything that you felt, he's felt times a hundred. And, and Hebrew, the Hebrew writer tells us that, uh -huh. right? Uh -huh. um, that that we serve a God that is well versed in your personal pain, yep. in your suffering. That's why the day of pain was the physical pain. It was emotional pain. It was relational pain. It was on pain on every level mm -hmm. that a human being would experience in life, right? Relational pain, mm -hmm. rejection, yeah. emotional pain, the rejection versus what was happening to him personally. Came to his own, his own received him not. He he experienced emotional stress, trauma, and obviously physical. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. By his stripes. Yeah. But and your dad does such a great job of Easter morning, sunrise mm -hmm. service, of saying and all of that pain that you just mentioned yep. pales in comparison to the spiritual suffering yep. that he had to go through. That's right. Like all of that is, it's like, um, it's just so minuscule in comparison to him experiencing separation from the father mm -hmm. and, and experiencing that spiritual weight of becoming sin mm -hmm. for the world. So, so, and, and, and we come to God with, 
whatever it is we're complaining about, yeah. our loss, not understanding. And I think we get angry with God because we don't understand that God doesn't just understand. He empathizes. Like you experience betrayal. Yeah, mm-hmm. I experienced that too. You're experiencing sickness. I know what it's like to go through physical pain too. Yeah. You're experiencing loss of a loved one. I know what it's like to lose my father and yeah. the ones who are who that, I loved walking right. on this earth. That's right. And and no other religion in the world. I can't I can't think of one Mm-mm. where their deity, their God, their whoever, Savior Never. enters mm-hmm. into suffering. Like like you know in 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 Islam, you know God is just he's somewhere up there. Allah is somewhere up there, mm-hmm. and he's so distant and sovereign. Yeah. He's not a God that necessarily enters into Enters that into. pain. Mm-hmm. Um, even Buddha, I mean, Buddha fasts for a while, but that's about it. You know, you, yeah. nothing like the God who experiences all the same suffering. I wanted so- to make a funny there. <laughs> Don't. But, I know. God, PC. I can't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we can't get canceled on this show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Buddha didn't look like he fasted too much. But anyway. Um, well, I, so there's actually I mean, different images of him. We I can know, go into a history yeah, of it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, but the you, one that you can I, find I skinny ones in, yeah. because he was yeah. a prince and he was really yeah, fat. Yeah. And then he went, yeah. anyway. But uh, yeah, no, he's not so much. Right, right. Um, but yeah, there was. So, so let's begin by acknowledging. Jesus, Jesus, and God doesn't ask us to enter into anything that He's not willing to enter into Himself. Mm-hmm. Your child is sick. God knows what it is to have His child experience mm-hmm. all of that, and and so that's always my starting point whenever I talk about suffering. Is yeah. just know that whatever you're experiencing, God knows that same pain too. You yeah. went through divorce. God knows what that pain feels like. Yeah. Um, you've been cheated on. God knows what that pain feels yeah. like, and I can go on and on through the over list. and over and over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your children yeah. walked away from you and out of the house over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah. God's experienced yeah. that, <laughs> but but for thousands of thousands years, of years. <laughs> yeah. right? You know, yeah. it just it, it it just piles on. Yeah, and so you have to start there. Um, absolutely. When it comes to suffering as well, though, oh, man, there's so many thoughts on this. You mentioned it as well. Suffering is what grows you. Yeah. Can yeah. can you grow without experiencing some kind of pain or discomfort? You have to think about it though, don't you? You really you really do. <laughs> you really got to think about it. That's the problem, isn't it? It's, like, it's not obvious. No. Mm-mm. I mean I mean I think I think there's moments where you can grow, you know, I remember moments in my own personal life where there's just such a, you know, you have a spiritual hunger for God and and you do grow through that. But but where was the starting point? The starting point back here was it catapulted that spiritual hunger because of pain back here. Right. So it's like I don't know if I can separate the two because yeah. it it actually led me to mm-hmm. a spiritual hunger mm-hmm. when I felt lost, when I felt purposeless, when I felt like I didn't have a a plan and 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 just things in your life that what you desired isn't isn't there it's not coming to fruition for your life or whatever the personal things are but but it all started in pain back here yeah and so that that catapults you to a a new life in christ and then and then the there's a hunger with that but but where it started was in pain yeah absolutely it's every time yeah and and i we have to be really careful here not to minimize people's pain because not at all what some people are going through is super legitimate and valid not at all because you know i I, when i you know, on that Easter weekend, I talked about a, um, a waiting period too. You mm-hmm. know, there was a waiting period on that Saturday. It was a day of confusion. And I think there's there's people that right now that are listening to this that may be confused about 
you know, where's God in my pain? Where, mm-hmm. you know, is there a purpose behind it? Is there, am I ever going to get alleviated from it? What's, you know, I mean, I know people personally right now that friends of mine and, um, that, that are going through a lot of pain, physical pain. Right. And, and they're just, is God ever going to heal me? Is am I just going to, have to live with this the rest right. of my life? It's like, frustrating, isn't it? Oh, at times. so frustrating, you know. And and it's and it's really that day of waiting and day of confusion because you, because in the day of confusion, sometimes you start doubting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because there's a delay and you get discouraged and you get you know you yeah. you feel all those emotions yeah. and then you get moments. mad. And then you get mad. I get mad with God. And then you come back around like, okay, God, let's do this again, man. Let's, you know, <laughs> yeah, we're going to, let's, I'm good. Let's, let's, let's go at it. And then, and then you, you know, it's that cycle, you know, for people. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we don't want to minimize anybody's. No. And, pain. and some of it's like really intense. So heavy. Like yeah. some, some people, some, sometimes it's small and we do need mm-hmm. to just get over it. Yeah. You know, you're having a bad day at work. Yeah. Like, you know, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's tough. Right. Yeah. Um, but my, my friend over here, his child has bone cancer. So, you know, like, yeah. tell me about your pain. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's sometimes we just get too insular and self-centered and yeah. too focused on on our, on what we're experiencing in our own heartaches yeah. or whatever. And, and they're not that particularly valid or we overemphasize them. But some people obviously do go through real pain. It's so frustrating. Yeah. Like, why am I not seeing? And and to me, that's also, don't you think this, that 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 is evidence I think of God as well is that we have this internal justice system. We know when things aren't in order. Yeah. Like there's something, this isn't how it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. And, and nobody has to teach us that it's very internal. You, you, if you see a child getting beaten by a fully grown adult, mm-hmm. nobody has to teach you that's wrong. You don't yeah. need an ethics class right. or a PhD on morality um, to learn all the scenarios on whether that's okay or that's not what, what scenarios is this okay? And you just know deep down in your bones yeah. and in your spirit, this is wrong. And so there's some kind of spirit given internal justice system, yeah. this righteousness that yeah. that's implanted in us. And I think if anything, that's evidence for spirit living inside of you when yeah. you know that what I'm experiencing is it ha- isn't how it was meant to be. Right. Yeah, something's amiss. Something's amiss. It's misfiring. You know, it's like yeah. an engine that has a spark plug that's not good. Right. If it's an eight-cylinder, all seven spark plugs could be firing on, but if there's one out, mm-hmm. the the engine gets clunky. Right. And it start doesn't run right. Yeah. It's like it's it's like that's anything. You know, mm-hmm. um, that could be anything. Could be anxiety in a person's life. Yeah. I know when I experience anxiety occasionally, like it's it's just a miss. Like, I know it's misfiring. Like, well, what is that? Right? There's right. something to miss there. There's not, that's not, that's not how God intended me to, to yes. fire. Yeah. You know, and, but and, you know that internally. Yeah. Internally. Like, that's not a lesson mm-hmm. you have to learn no. over time or, or some mm-hmm. mentor teaches you. No. Um, it, it's, it's what I would call the witness of the inner spirit, yeah. you know, knowing that yeah. this is out of alignment. Even, even watching some, someone like just beat someone to a pulp. Sure. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's sometimes at UFC fights or something like that, boxing matches, things like that. I can tolerate it for so sure. long. But then there's certain to a certain point, it's like, man, it's just violent. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. so much violence in it. And I, it you know, you, you know me. Sure. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. You know, not a pansy. <laughs> no, I'm not <laughs> right. at all. Yeah, not yeah. At all. Um, yeah. But but watching that, I'm thinking, man, that's somebody's. That's a child of God. Right. Like right. it's like. 
I don't think we should be doing that to each other. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, there's for, just for your own brain. For your own, yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> like Jello. It, no, it's isn't it? But that it's thing's a, just turning to mush right, It's just a mess, though, right? Yeah, it is. It's like, man, you watch that, or or you know, you watch a street fight or something. You just feel, like, yeah, it's just brutal. It's like, it's I, so brutal. The hatred and the anger, the the visceral, the things that are in a person that that would do that to someone else, a human being. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just uh, yeah, it's just you you just you feel it, you know, yeah. and it, again, yep. it's again, it's not anything that, you know, you read in a textbook, it's right, just right. something you're, you're, you feel. I think it yeah. is, it is super innate. And people who say, well, God can't exist because there's evil in the world. And I tell people, you, you can't even use that word evil because if there was no God, there is no good and evil. Yeah. There just is. Yeah. You, you can't tell me, I mean, if we're just a byproduct of atoms and everything coming together. That's all it is. There's no yeah. right and wrong. There is no objective right and wrong. You can tell me subjectively what you feel, sure. but there's no objective truth. They're just, yeah. There's just, we're just atoms and molecules pieced together yeah. and arranged in an arbitrary way. And so people start using categories that are actually stolen from Christian categories. Like mm-hmm. you have no right to talk about right and wrong. Mm-hmm. You can only talk about what you prefer or don't prefer yeah. or what's beneficial for society or not beneficial for society. Yeah. Um, but, but the non-believer, the atheist or the agnostic has no foot to stand on. They have no standing when it comes to ethics in the objective sense. They can't use the word evil. I'm like, as soon as you use that word, you're telling me you believe in a God. Yeah. Um, now, there's a different question of whether you like that God or not. Right. <laughs> do you like a God that permits evil? Mm. Um, do you like a God? Well, that's a whole different discussion yeah. that you can have. Um, do you think, I'm going to segue here a little bit. Okay. Do you think God causes suffering? Or do you think God only allows suffering? Too much. <laughs> I don't know. Neither do yeah. I. <laughs> is is it is it is it to the place where it, he doesn't even have to cause it that he just knows humanity's going to create it? Sure. Themselves. Yeah. Yeah. By but, by the by the governments they set up to right to overlord or to misuse totally the abuse of power. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know, all, all of those things. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's a hard, that's a, do, do I think God essentially does? I mean, we'll think of like a, a, disab- do, a disabled child, you know, yeah. does, does God cause that? Or is it just earth happening? God allows certain things to happen. I just think, yeah. I just think I, I, my thoughts are there's things that happen mm-hmm. in the world that, you know, if you get sick or something, it's not, it's not always on you. You, right. you could be a runner and healthy. I mean, yeah. I know people are super healthy. Then all of a sudden, it's like, what the heck happened to them? Right, right. You know? Yeah, some kind of disease, some weird, yeah. random. And then you know, people who eat lard and bacon ten times a week, <laughs> and they're still living till they're I mean, ninety-five. My, grand, my grandmother had bacon every day of her life and and biscuits, and she lived in ninety-four. Oh maybe, my gosh. Maybe that's the. Maybe that's the ticket. You know? <laughs> Maybe that's, if only, if only I could believe that. It's true. Yeah, that's unbelievable, no, isn't it? But it true, seems though. so arbitrary, doesn't it? You'll have no, somebody yeah. who eats so healthy, it's, and they're eating their lemongrass and wheatgrass, like, like fried potatoes and and 
corn oil and I mean the worst oil is seed oil you can get you know she's she's made a different stuff not olive oil (laughs) seed oil the worst that that Italian food (laughs) I mean she that's unreal make homemade biscuits and gravy and Cairo syrup which is the worst thing you could ever eat on the planet corn syrup oh my god 94 94 right I remember her as I was a kid she she made these biscuits and and uh, she had this corn syrup and uh, the Cairo syrup. It's white syrup, you know. Yeah, yeah. We put butter and put and and put the syrup down and and stir the butter in the syrup. Take the biscuit and sop it up like that, you know. <laughs> I remember like the batter. And she was old. Oh no no, no I got no, you. Yeah, syrup, yeah, just just yeah, homemade yeah, corn homemade syrup. Cor- yeah yeah, just like corn syrup out of the thing. Cairo. It's called Cairo with syrup. homemade biscuits. With homemade biscuits on the side. Take the butter. Stir the butter in the corn in the in the syrup. <laughs> Right, take the biscuit, sop it up. Right, that was our that was our so breakfast. You're like a, a biscuit, so, butter, and sugar. Right, just yeah, ninety four. <laughs> and and so and so, so one day she was she was older. She had had this Cairo syrup in there a long time, right? And it and at the top, I, I looked at, it, I said, Grandma, um, at the top of this Cairo syrup, there's a little bit of mold on top of that. Right, because it had been sitting in there for God knows how long. Yeah, right? yeah. And corn syrup hardly ever goes bad, but it, essentially it got sure a little bit of. It doesn't crystallize. She you, goes, you I don't worry mold. about it. It's just a little bit of penicillin. You'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's maybe why she lived so long. Ninety four. <laughs> yeah, she kept eating that penicillin. Oh yeah, my and, but but to come back around from right, that right. story to to uh, you know why you know it, things happen like that, and I, I just think I just think. It just happens. It's life, yes. yeah. and I think yeah. I think we live in a broken world. And and our, and when I, when I mean a broken world, I mean we're just subject to it. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. this life. Yeah, yeah. It's the life that God's given us. Mm-hmm. Let's live it to the fullest as what we can now. Mm-hmm. But I'm not promised tomorrow either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's so true. That's such a good way of saying it. Like people often ask Jesus, why? Like, why is this yeah. person sick? Was yeah. it their sin or the sin of their fathers? Right. And how did he respond? Well, yeah, yeah. he yeah. he always said you're asking the wrong question. The wrong question. Yeah. Um, like the the why question ultimately has nothing to do with you, which is kind of what God says to Job. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, were you there at the beginning of creation? I didn't yeah. realize I had to answer to you. Yeah. Um, you know, and then God goes on his massive monologue where he just kind of like. Uh, all, all the questions that were posed to him over what thirty-eight chapters or something like that. God's just I, like, I don't have to answer any of you. I wish I was more humble. Yes. Right humility that's that's such a good yeah that's such a good take and really important oh. for people to learn because we become so self-righteous oh my gosh um like i, am, I can fix suffering I, I admit it yeah yeah i admit i'm selfish at times i, kn- I know what's best for yeah this person's health yeah. i know what's best for yeah dot 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 fill in the blank right but jesus yeah. always says why is the wrong question the question you need to ask is what's not not why did this happen or why is this person sick, but what can I do for that person? Yeah. How can I bring healing into their world? How can I bring solidarity Just into like their Jesus environment? Entered into our suffering, mm-hmm. we should enter into others. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And and whether whether or not God uses you in that moment, because I've seen that happen, right? I've seen healing happen in, in a person's life mm-hmm. when you enter into their suffering yeah. with them and, and you pray and, and God does a miraculous moment. Um but I think a lot of it is, you know, Jesus entered into a lot of people's suffering and, and there was healing and there was things. And I think we take that and we're like, okay, that's for everybody. We're yeah. going to heal the world. Right, right. You know, 
but I just always go back to the scripture where Jesus didn't do anything his father didn't tell him to do. Yeah, yeah. I think think of all the other people that he walked by that he didn't heal. That mm. that's see, they, they don't write about that. Yes, they, yeah. Although they should have. Sure. Sure. I mean, in, in one in one particular passage, it says that he he could do no miracles, you know, in his hometown. In his hometown. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I'd love to know a little bit deeper. I know, about, right? Like, Who, did he try? Yes. Did somebody ask? Yeah. And, did, he's, and, yeah. and he couldn't do it, right? Or the father didn't tell him to do it, and he That's just so decided, awkward. That's a hard picture, isn't it? Yeah. For Jesus trying and praying for someone, and nothing. Well, happens. it's hard for it's hard for all those who are listening to this right now to picture that. Mm. If you're listening to this and you're thinking, you know, Jesus can do anything. Well, he didn't. He couldn't. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Was, it mean, should be said he limits himself. Yeah. Because because we have to be willing participants. That's right. So he couldn't because, it says because of their lack because of belief. Because of their lack of belief, yeah. And so they they weren't willing to partner with God. And that's, that's the decision God's made since the beginning. You know, he partners with Adam and Eve. And the yeah. moment we decide to step back from that, God is yeah. a gentleman and says, okay. That's right. He's not going to impose healing on somebody who doesn't yeah. believe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's but, kind of a but, weird thought though, but, isn't but it? Again, but again, think about all the people by the pool of Shalom. Yeah. He just the one gets just healed. Just the one. Yeah, yeah. He let the other ones lay there. Right. I, I, I hate to be so no, no, crass I, yeah, about yeah. it maybe, but, yeah. but, but, I, but I always think of that. Mm-hmm. That's something that it's not a guarantee for everybody just because no. you become a Christian that that means all of a sudden you get healing whenever yeah. you ask for it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that is a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, yeah. It's a hard pill to swallow, but when you go through your own suffering, when you go through your own thing, you can empathize yeah. with people. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're when you're a young man, you know, when I was a young man, I didn't I didn't really empathize with people because I was as healthy as a horse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I guess yeah, yeah. horses are healthy, but, but you know, not all yeah. horses are, but yeah. you know what I mean? Now you got those it's cracking a, knees saying, and cracking yeah, hips. Cracking and ankles. And <laughs> sound like a rice crisp bowl, bowl of rice krispies snap, snap, snap crackle and pop, pop. <laughs> so go down the stairs yeah that's what it sounds like at my house <laughs> what's he making down there is he making, just is that, walking is that bacon <laughs> no just it's not the crackle of bacon that's my niece yeah <laughs> got um, the foam roller out on your spine <laughs> yeah 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 um yeah. it's just yeah it's uh, you can you can empathize i think when later on in life with with people that that go through things that are, mm. that, are that experience something and um and I think it, I think it makes you more sensitive to those things as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know? It opens up your heart completely yeah. to those yeah. people it, going through real pain. Yeah, um, it always. And I don't know about you. I've always found that the people who um, champion different causes, like um, cancer research or whatever it is, they're the people who have been through yes that or had a. Personal, personal close love yes one that, exactly that experience that yeah. exactly like all of a sudden their their heart and their capacity to want to help other people suffering from that same thing is increased tenfold oh yeah my uh, wife hates to run uh-huh and um she did a 5k uh a while back pre-covid yeah she did a 5k and um and the reason why she did it was, it was a cancer thing because mm-hmm. she lost her sister to breast cancer Breast yeah. cancer awareness, right? And uh, and it's amazing what what you'll do out yeah. of your own comfort zone mm-hmm. to help a cause that touched your touched your life yeah. very very closely. Mm-hmm. And um, and you put yourself in discomfort. You enter in enter in some it. way to that suffering. Yeah. yeah. 
to enter into suffering doesn't mean you yeah. just hurt yourself like the other person no, is. <laughs> no, not not at all. But but she hates to run, and her you yeah. know she's had some knee knee stuff, and she's done a lot of like uh, weights over the years, so squatting and things like that. So her knees are not the greatest, right. but um, but but she, you know in that run she had to you know barrel through like some tendonitis in the front part of her like she'd wear those bands around her knees so that so just barrel through it you right know? right um but it's amazing what you'll do though when you when you yourself experience the suffering or 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 someone close to you personally yeah. close to you you'll you'll go far beyond what yeah. what you could ever think you could yeah yeah and that's the beauty of like in. Yeah, yeah, that's the beauty yeah. of healing, isn't it? Because yeah. you become bitter or you do something to make it that's better. Right. That's you right. become locked in the questions of why <laughs> yeah. and how and yeah. this shouldn't have happened. Yeah, because my sister-in-law believed God was going to heal her. Right, yeah. Yeah, and what do you do with right. that? Right, she totally, and she, listen, she was, Teresa was such a person of faith. Like, we idolized her in the family because she was such a person of faith. She was, I think she was probably about maybe 10 years older than we were. Gotcha. Um, uh, maybe a little, maybe a little bit more than that. Right. But, um, but she, she just had that big sister aura, you know, just yeah. believe God. Yeah. Love Jesus with all of her heart. I mean, in the word, I'm like, I've never, I, she's it's crazy in the, in God's word all the time. This is mm. prior before she got sick. Like she's just such a person of faith. And to see that it can rock your faith a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It can really mm-hmm. like set you back if you don't allow, if you allow it to, you can, like you said, you can get better over that. And if you don't do something about it, yeah. the beautiful part about my, my wife was um, entering into that suffering. She, she would go, um, I was when our, our kids were little, uh, she'd leave the boys with me. That's, that was a party. Um, she'd leave the boys with me and she would go up there and uh, take care of her she'd fly up to indianapolis and entered into that pain right and would change her dressings man spend her vacation time taking care of her sister laid next to her bed talking to her Mm -hmm. all night just entered into her pain yeah i mean i've never seen such uh, i don't know if i could do that right but she just devotion devotion yeah and and it's that's the calling of the church yeah on a wider scale yeah and that's the calling we have individually is you it's above your pay grade to know why gosh yeah but but it's not above your pay grade to help out if if you have the power to do it what's that proverb if it's within your means and within your power yeah you know to do something about it you really have the obligation to do something about it yeah I mean, how many people? How many people don't have enough time, money, and power in their lives to lay next to somebody in yeah. their deathbed and just yeah. spend time with them? Yeah. You know, uh, there's no real excuse for it, is there? And and so that's that's for me. I think what the church has to focus on, rather than getting into philosophical questions and debates about why God allows evil and suffering. Um, is just to say, well, we live in a broken world and I'm much more interested in trying to heal the broken. Yeah. And to be bring, a part of restoration to it. Wholeness. Yeah. Uh, and and what would it look like if every human being brought wholeness and restoration? Yeah. And and regardless of the outcome. See, that's the yes. That's the other part of that. Or that without a clause. That's the that's the other part of hope, right? That that we try to brighten it up to ex- again extract someone out of their pain so that they can be truly whole, like in a sense of 
here and well-being mm-hmm. in this moment but yeah but what what if that's just not the lot that yeah it's is there it's such a great question and, to ask yeah i remember somebody really struggling to have a child and they were mm-hmm. really in their faith and she was really spending time and i said what if god doesn't give you a child will you still follow him mm. and it felt like an ultimatum like give me this or we're no good mm. and it's like and I understand that on an emotional level. I, well, I don't understand. I haven't had child or sure. give birth or anything like yeah, that, but yeah. I can I can try and sympathize as best as I can yeah. with that kind of pain and that desire to say, well, God, if you, know, if you can't even do this for me, then I'm out. Mm. Um, but at the same time, how conditional is your love towards God? Mm-hmm. Does he have to fulfill certain things for you in order for you to believe and to enter in? Um, because his love was unconditional towards us. You know, I think that's what Jesus is getting at. Love the Lord with all your heart, all yeah. your strength, you know, all your soul. With all of it, don't put provisos and conditions on as long as my family stay healthy or as long as I'm financially stable and never have to face, you know, <laughs> yeah, difficulty in that area yeah. of my life or, or whatever it is. So like you said, hope but without putting the provisos on there. So I, and that's what faith is. Yeah. Right. I've yeah. always defined faith that way as being yeah. okay with an outcome that you may not necessarily want. Yeah. And trusting God in it anyway. Yeah. I'm sick. God, I'm trusting. I'm believing for healness. Yeah. But I trust that if I don't get that, you still have my best interest. Yeah. And that yeah. is faith. Yeah. As I understand it anyway in scripture. Maybe you think I'm wrong. No, 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 no. It's it's definitely it's definitely the um Again, it's not an outcome, and that's the problem with this, right? It's always an outcome-based uh, Christianity or an outcome-based mm-hmm. thought on faith, you mm-hmm. know, because, um, you know, you, you grew up in circles. I think you did maybe a little bit. I know I did that, you know, well, they just didn't have faith. That's that's why they right, died. Right. Or that's why they didn't believe, know, enough. Didn't, didn't believe enough or, yeah. yeah, all of those things, you know, you Man. grow up with, you hear those words, mm-hmm. and so it's, 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 it's pounded in you that the fact that, it's all about an outcome based yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, and, and, but, but the, the problem, the, the problem was with that is I know some really good people that probably had more faith than I did and still died. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and the opposite is also true. There's some people who have no faith and great things happen and to great them. Things happen to them. <laughs> so, so there's no, yeah, there's no rhyme. There's kind of like this, this thing like you're just trusting god in it mm-hmm. and and that's what we have to we get come to the place where we just trust god with it yeah absolutely trust him with my own suffering trust him with our own issues and problems mm-hmm. trust the lord i trust you with that yeah you know? yeah um that doesn't mean that i go and do whatever i want and just say okay i'm going to trust you with that and i'm going to i'm going to do all of this so because i'm on a better outcome than i think that you can get like you yeah, know, yeah, in your yeah. brain yeah you know but no, God, I'm going to trust you with it. I'm going to do my part, but I'm, I'm just going to trust you with it, God, whatever the outcome is in this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for my friend or for this person, God, I want to trust you with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I just, you know, I think a lot of times we, um, uh, what I always say is we, we put it in the hands of God, but we really want to take it back. <laughs> we really want to, you know, bring it back and try to, in our own strength, <laughs> try, so to, try to figure that out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and try to get to the bottom of it so to speak you know and and where i just need to trust god in that in in that parts of my life um whether it's suffering or whether whatever the good the bad the ugly in yeah. my life yeah I just got to trust him with it yeah 
it's kind of a heavy topic, but I think it's so central to so much of the theme of scripture and, yeah. and right at the center of our faith in every denomination is this suffering moment with yeah. resurrection and yeah. life as, yeah. and new birth yeah. is wrapped up in all of that. Yeah, I think Gen Zers are really questioning their faith when it comes to this because, because again, I think we overpaint the picture of hope. Yes, yeah. Well, what they're seeing is not the hope that the church is saying mm-hmm. what what we're what we're speaking about mm-hmm. you know we're we're over we're over we're taking the the painting and over cleaning it yeah yeah instead of you know what there's there's hope in pain there's yeah. purpose in our pain yeah. there's and i'm with you on it yeah. like i'm suffering with you with yeah. this yeah like i see the same things you're seeing in the world I'm I'm with you on that. I feel that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 do I want that for that group of people? No, I don't want that for that group of people. But let's not sit back and complain about it. Let's enter into it. Yes, yeah. you know, let's yeah. let's actually enter into it and make the world a better place. Yeah. Even though even though I may not be able to fix that in my own power and my own strength, but but if we can we can enter into a space of someone suffering and and help them through uh, some of the darkest days of their life, just like Jesus, you know, did for the thief on the cross in his worst hour. Mm-hmm. It was the thief's best day. Oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine the freedom he must have felt in that moment? Like today, you'll be with me in paradise. Oh man! I mean, those words, the life. I mean, talk about healing. It didn't. It he didn't take him off yeah, the cross. Yeah, he yeah, didn't. Yeah. He said, "Nah, today you'll be with me." Yeah. 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 And that's the eternal perspective we yeah. have to have with all of this as well. Exactly. That there's an eternity. Yeah. There's another age. There's mm-hmm. a moment where all wrongs get righted, where yeah. justice comes in. That's right. That's the picture in Revelation. The it good is. judge comes. Yeah. And he rules and reigns and all things get put right. Yeah. Um and, and that's the eternal hope that we yeah. have to that's live right. with. That, that is that the eternal hope. Things go wrong, messed up here today, yeah. but in you know, we keep our heart right. Yeah. We do what we that's can right. in this moment and um yeah, and and God will put things right. There's hope for if someone's suffering. There's hope for healing yes. in that moment yes. because by His stripes we're healed. We're healed. Yeah. So there's hope in that, but there's also hope in eternity yes. as well. Yeah. yeah. Like I may be suffering now, but my suffering can end, mm-hmm. and I can enter into paradise. Mm-hmm. I can enter into that place with yeah. God. Yeah. Where there's no more pain, no yeah. more suffering. Uh huh. You know, and so there's there's hope in all of it. There's hope in the darkness of of the suffering yeah in the midst of it yeah it's like yeah. you've been brought out of certain suffering you are experiencing it but but you said the so so you've been healed you are being healed and you yeah. will be healed yeah. you know i think that 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 sort of picture works just as well for healing as well yeah when you when you you know i go back to the story of lazarus when jesus brought lazarus out of the grave mm-hmm. you think about that moment for the family how how amazing it would it have been if you, if you had a brother or sister or if I had a brother or sister that Jesus came along and just brought him out of the grave? Yeah, and it's like holy smokes, so this creepy. is unbelievable, right? <laughs> yeah. This is unreal, right? And and but at the same time, eventually he had to die. Yeah, yeah, he still dies. You know, he still dies at the end of the, at <laughs> yeah, the end yeah. of the story. Yeah, right. Uh, they don't share that in, in the right. scripture, but eventually he dies. Yeah, we, yeah. We, and eventually we all will. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's our that's our eternal hope. Yeah. Yeah, that's the hope of resurrection that death is defeated. It's defeated. Doesn't get the final say. Doesn't. And and that's where our hope is. And that's the beauty of Easter. That's yeah. the beauty of resurrection. The beauty it's, of it. uh, it's amazing. And maybe just a final thing, we've got to wrap up here, but just to say if you're going through real heartache, pain, whatever it is, betrayal, confusion, yeah. just don't isolate yourself, yep. is all I would say. Mm-hmm. That 
maybe it's not a church body. If you're not a Christian, that's too new to you. That's okay. Although I can recommend a church body. But find people you can stand with in solidarity. Find people who can come around you and, and lift you up and edify you. Yeah. And so often we just isolate in pain. I'll just yeah. deal with this in myself. And yeah. It's like, um, I think dogs sometimes do it. They run away from their owners when they're about to die because <laughs> they don't want their owners yeah. to experience. I don't yeah. want to be a burden yeah. on the rest of the world. Yeah. And, uh, and we've got to get out of that animalistic mentality yeah back in the day back in the hillbilly days they would the, the dogs would go under the porch to die right yeah they hide yeah they, they, uh, they just, would literally burrow themselves under a porch or something and and it's still like a thing isn't it yeah, dogs will yeah. or animals cave yeah I, yeah i just use that as sort of an illustration yeah. for what we do sometimes yeah. is i'm just going to retreat withdraw. i'm going to withdraw mm -hmm. and shut everybody out mm -hmm. and that way i don't have to be a burden on people's lives yeah um i think that's so much of a lie that the enemy wants mm -hmm. to do if he can get you suffering and then get you isolated it's not it's not nobility doing that you're not you're not more noble by by mm. by you know what i don't want to bother anyone right right you're you're actually you're actually withholding blessing in people's life because that's what they want to do yeah for yeah, you yeah to help you through it mm -hmm. and yeah. maybe you need a little bit of humility in your life yeah in that moment you have to be willing to, to help yourself too that's right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. To allow someone to come and in, enter into your space. Yeah, because I know people are kind of addicted to their suffering. Yeah, like I don't, I don't have to move forward in life because I've experienced this. That's right. I don't have to get on and face any responsibilities or obligations yeah. or mat maturity in my life because I went through this pain, and yeah. so I'm just going to sit here in this pain and become like addicted to that mm -hmm. that moment in time, locked in it, yeah. rather than moving forward. So I just always, always tell people get connected in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We say it around here a lot. Don't do life alone. Don't do it alone. It was never meant to be. No. Ever. Never. Always in partnership. Well, yeah. that concludes today's podcast. Thanks, Pastor Jay, for, for tuning in yeah, with us today. And and uh, we look forward to uh, all that God's doing, not only through your life, my life, and the church's life, uh, but also those who are listening through your life. So I hope that in some way this enriched your life.